0: So I never do any intros. In this podcast I'll do the intro like after. I'll okay. just like record it. Um, like later on. I'm just Also like I like to do it like that so that like I guess in the composition I kind of know the person even more. So mm-hmm. I can cook up the coolest intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever. yeah, yeah.
1: A few of the podcasts that I listen to, they'll sort of find like the highlight or the most exciting moment. Yeah. Sort of like a teaser or yes. something yeah. from the interview. Yeah. And then they pull it to the front to yes. like a hook almost. You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. stuff
0: like that. Just uh, sometimes I, like I make a joke with a guest, and then like I remember like one time there was like a guest. She was like she's like she's like really good at marketing. Okay. And she's like in the marketing space she's like a queen and so um, she likes avengers movies oh so for her intro I, this whole superman thing it's mm-hmm. like it just so hilarious nice nice yeah i guess i guess we'll see what we'll do for you adam we shall, <laughs> shall get I'll creative yeah. yeah since since you, you run bananga Bird, maybe we shall think of something very clever <laughs> this episode of madhouse we speak to adam the co-founder of Banang Brewery, about how they got started, the brewery, and all the cool things they've been up to as they start a the local brewery in Kampala. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, so Adam, just introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, yeah thanks, Gabriel. My name's yeah. Adam. I'm one of the founders and directors of Banange Brewing Company. Okay. We make high-quality beer, and we're selling it all over Uganda now. Yeah. Nice, nice.
0: So I'm very curious, how did this all begin? Like beer for you. Like, f- let me just be honest. Like the first time I saw your brand, mm-hmm. I was like, this reminds me of like one of those, I don't drink beer, but like I'm I am very fascinated with like small breweries because mm-hmm. of the, the, the intimacy and the clever things they can do around their brewery. Mm-hmm. And when I saw your stuff, like that went t- into, I think even that's the first time I met yeah, because yeah. I was so curious that I showed up I I bought the shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just like let's mm-hmm. just let's just like support these guys because <laughs> I kind of like this idea. Yeah. But I'm very curious how this whole dream of beer and mm-hmm. like where like I'm very first. I think I'm curious about like where your love for beer started, mm-hmm. as Adam, and then how this whole idea of starting a brewery began. Yeah, for you. Yeah, guys. definitely.
1: Um, so I've loved beer for a long time yeah. since <laughs> since I was a teen I guess. Yeah. Um and shortly after coming to Uganda yeah I started brewing beer as a hobby. Okay. Uh so my business partner Paul and I brewed yeah for probably beginning 7 years ago in Uganda oh, wow. as oh. a little sort of hobby brew club we okay. do it in someone's kitchen ah, or nice. in a side room in their house. Yeah. Um and that was largely uh, of necessity, I guess, at first. Okay. So uh, where I'm from, Canada, yeah. um, we have you know hundreds of different beers that are produced in Canada okay. and yeah. many, many different styles. Okay. So some that would be lagers, okay. similar to the beer you could find in Uganda, okay. but lots of different beer with really sort of explosive flavor as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Now at Benange, we've tried to sort of bring in some of these styles of beer that yeah. are from other parts of the world. Okay, okay. That are, you know, new flavors yeah. and uh, new styles to Uganda. And I started drinking beer.
0: The way you talk about beers, <laughs> like, I'm just like, ah, oh, explosive flavors. So <laughs> <was just>
1: like, <laughs> I should find these beers. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's how it became for you?
1: Yeah, beer. so so it's my sort of journey into brewing started, okay. um, yeah, in. In somebody's kitchen, <laughs> uh, my business partner Paul's kitchen. Yeah. Um, and we continued for a number of years okay. just brewing purely for personal consumption as okay. a hobby. Okay. Um, we'd get together every two weeks, okay. brew up a batch okay. of 20 liters or so. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, every two weeks do a new batch. And it started to sort of transform into a business. Okay. I, I don't know if you remember Yesigi Beer Garden. No. Uh, okay. But they were another craft brewery before us okay. uh, that has since gone out of business. Okay. Um, but we had been customers at this place. It was just uh, behind Mediterraneo, off Acacia Avenue. Okay. Um, and they were starting to have some sort of consistency issues, and we tried to partner with them yeah. and work with their brewer. Um, but the weren't so receptive for that and then they closed completely okay um and they got in touch about sort of selling their equipment to Uh, us okay um, and we agreed to buy it, okay. and then we couldn't agree on a price, or that negotiation didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but we had become really sort of excited and fixated on okay. the idea at uh, that point. Ah, okay. Um,
0: cool, cool, cool. So what were you doing in Uganda before? I'm just curious. To uh, so I uh, came
1: here, my background is in engineering. Ah, okay. I came here to do research in the solar industry. Oh, nice. Um, and worked at uh, Macquarie. Okay. Um. With this little research group called Creek. Okay. That was there for a year, and yeah. then with a small solar company that spun out of that research ah, group. Nice, nice, yeah.
0: nice. So okay. So you. And uh, then Bia was like the f- the favorite. And is that the same thing for Paul? Paul was also just. Uh, like
1: so Paul, yeah, he's also been here quite a long time. He originally came to work in the development a- industry. Okay, okay. Um, he's from Iceland, so he started, I think, at the Icelandic Development Agency, ah, okay, and then nice. has done various stuff in agriculture and digital oh
0: nice yeah yeah it's nice so you're yeah, the so i'm very curious about like the first stages like how did this idea begin because like the thinking of brewery is like f- like when it's February, i'm thinking like bell yeah like big something bells, like big girl. yeah but i'm very curious like how mm. you and paul just down and said let's start and like what that whole process was like for you guys and mm-hmm. like yeah so, i'm also curious about like state of mind like how you were sort of dealing, because I guess what people say <laughs> you want to do what? <laughs> how? Why?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah it, it um it was sort of a big a big jump in the early days. Yeah. Um something that really helped us become fixated on it and, and fixated on finding a way to make it a reality. Yeah. Um we did sort of a market test at K bar in Kissamenti so still when we were brewing with our sort of simple home brewing equipment um, we decided let's do five batches in a row so like ten weeks of work um, and try and bottle as many beers as we can and then we'll partner with uh, the owner of K-Pasa this nice guy and work with or get him to sell them from his bar. Yeah, okay. And we can use that as a gauge of, like, is there enough customer demand? Are yeah. people willing to pay yeah. more money for a beer when they're used to these sort yeah. of yeah. cheaper options? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we put a ton of work in. I think we had 350 bottles. Wow. Um, all sort of Hoping. hand-filled, hand-capped, you know, putting the labels on myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and gave them to Luke to sell. Yeah, and within 24 hours, all 350 were sold. Wow! So yeah, that was sort of the first sign of like, oh wow, people are really desperate for like for a new beer, for like a new beer yeah. and for something different. That's nice. That's nice. Um,
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm very curious. What is the step after that? Like, what did you guys decide to do? Because now you, I guess, it's now. So yeah, we had this.
1: We had this market test. Yeah. We had um, some recipes and some some small home brewing equipment. Yeah. Uh, but we needed a lot of money to turn it into a business. Yes, I guess. very sure. Yes. So we were able to use this test and use sort of the brand that we had created. Yeah. Um, to find investors and that's Bananga right yeah yeah okay. exactly so okay. even at that K-Pasa stage when yeah. we were putting on labels by hand yeah. we had already called it banange at that okay. point okay cool Um, and yeah we sort of publicized um the results of that test I guess okay. and okay. we were lucky that many people had caught wind of like oh did you hear about those guys yeah. making beer like I heard they were going to start a business yeah so we were lucky enough to find beer lovers across Kampala yeah. that sort of grouped together and chipped in some money. Oh, okay, that's nice! So we awesome. had uh, <coughs> more than twenty investors in our nice. first investment round. Okay, nice. Um, and they all chipped in a bit, and then yeah. it was enough for us to order equipment from China. Ah, nice. Um, and yeah, we've ah, that's amazing. Taken it Let's see.
0: Like I think so I was right the whole time when I saw the website about like how like com- like the brand. My brain was always like, I feel like Banang is such a community-based like brewery, not mm-hmm. because like by the time that your your first investment is based around the community of beer lovers, it mm-hmm. just feels like oh wow, that's got very like interesting things yeah. um, happening. I'm very curious about like because it's is a silent podcast. I mean, I'm very curious about like failure and successes, like as mm-hmm. you guys. W- I'm very curious about like a story. Mm-hmm. Let you willing share that where you sort of where you and Paul sort of failed mm-hmm. and like what you learned from that failure as you're trying to start the brewery or even the early stages of the brewery that you go like oh <sighs> we'll never do that again and we've learned so that so
1: many failures yeah but let's uh, just one because I I just one. want the podcast
0: like for those mm. who want to start something in the beverage food industry yeah, space definitely. maybe to like go like oh, okay so mm-hmm. these guys have gone through something like or something yeah like yeah on, um
1: yeah. the one that is coming to mind right now yeah um has to do with like electrical equipment, I guess, yeah, yeah. so because we were on a budget, our equipment all got imported from china, yeah, um and the electricity supply in Uganda is not super steady and yeah. not super constant, yeah, um, so to anyone starting any manufacturing business, yeah, I can't encourage you enough, really invest in sort of high quality protection for your equipment uh, okay really good surge protectors, good stabilizers, yeah. phase controllers. Yeah. E- everything you can think of yeah. or, you know, uh, get a get a good electrician and spend the money. Yeah. Um especially in the first 6 months. Yeah. We spent so much money just replacing things cuz wow. power would surge something and something would break. Yeah. Uh, one time Umeme was working outside. Yeah. And they disconnected the power, and when yeah. they reconnected it, they had swapped two wires. Oh, so wow. every motor in the brewery began running in reverse. Wow! Um, so for some motors, it didn't cause damage, but for some, you can imagine running in reverse can cause serious yeah. damage. Yeah. And you know, there's this very special, you know, piece of equipment that can protect from that. But yeah. Unless you've seen it go wrong like that before, <laughs> yeah. you would never think it's something that you need wow, to. Wow, that must have been like a painful for, experience, you guys. Yeah, I guess. yeah. I guess it's
0: like, been like running around in circles. Yeah, yeah,
1: in a, in a, yeah. A headache, and it's <laughs> expensive. But yeah,
0: I can imagine. Like, and for me, I'm just like, and I'm just saying, you guys, you can keep your brewery up. <laughs> I'm going home. Who wants scrap metal? <laughs> yeah, uh, and a uh, success. I'm very mm-hmm. curious about the successes. Mm-hmm. as you grow in your brewery and how you have adapted the successes to even make it more interesting um,
1: yeah. as a brewery um, I think one of the successes that I'm I'm most proud of and yeah. excited of is when we opened two and a half years ago yeah. um, sort of the vast majority of our clients were expats or yeah. foreigners yeah. people who were already used to the flavor profile of our beers yeah. and the styles yeah um, but every month it seems like the ratio of you know expat or foreigner customer to yeah. Ugandan customer yeah. sort of swings in yeah. the direction of more Ugandans. It's so nice. it's it's been really encouraging to see more people um, get used to more different types of beer yeah. and get excited about what's out there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to see that grow has been ah,
0: that's awesome. Uh, I'm s- I'm also curious about running. A brewery from um I don't know how to would say it but from a psychological like what is usually your you and Paul's state of mind every day you're going to work. Like because it's it's it, it feels like such a I mean it feels like such it's like you guys are juggling quite a lot every mm-hmm. day. And and because this is the Madhouse podcast and it's really about process and creativity and, and, and how to make things happen. I'm very curious how you as Adam are just sort of and Paul are just figuring out from a state-of-mind thing, like like a mental space, like how you sort of dealing with it and how you sort of accomplishing the tasks and the goals that you're really trying to figure out and do as things go? Yeah,
1: it's a good question. It's a challenge for sure, I think. Yeah, I can Um, imagine. And I think probably every business owner can relate in some ways to uh, running a business. You feel sometimes like a firefighter. Yeah. Um, You know, you can come with a particular plan yeah. of what you want to accomplish mm. that day. Yeah. But inevitably, you know, things start going wrong yeah. or your attention gets pulled somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um so Yeah, uh, w- Paul and I sort of split the business um where he handles a little bit more of the production related stuff. Okay. And I handle a bit more of the finance and okay. sales side of things. Okay. Um, but there's still quite a bit of crossover, okay. so we both can sort of cover for each other when we're not around. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Any any given day, the, the our schedule is up in the air and <laughs> changes yeah. last minute. Uh, so okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I guess your team dynamic is really helping, like fig- helping you both sort of run the business and like, like connect with people. Yeah. Brewery, yeah. Definitely.
1: And m- we've sort of built a small team at Bonange, so it's Easy when enough? we first started, it was Paul and myself yeah. and one other person, yeah. um, and we've now grown to a team of ten or twelve. Okay, that's um, nice. So most of our employees have sort of fixed responsibilities. Oh, okay, cool. And um, so Paul and I are sort of the floaters that are jumping around from, uh, <laughs> from yeah. every department. Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: that's that's really nice. So uh, as we end the podcast, I just have like one crazy question. I usually ask every guest one life lesson from the brewery business it would be fun if it's like a beer related like thing or a thing that happens like in the brewery world but the thing that you've learned in the brewery space that you think someone can apply either in their life or in their like creative process or in what, whatever thing they're trying to make happen
1: yeah definitely um i think i will have to go with sort of the importance of patience (laughs) um so making a good beer is similar to you know baking a fancy cake Uh, Uh Um, it takes time it takes sort of attention to detail yeah um and it's important not to rush things even if you you know have time pressure or whatever else so Mm. I, i can think of you know a handful of experiences where i've tried to do something quickly at the yeah, brewery yeah and it's resulted in a small disaster so <laughs> one that's funny um, yeah. uh, we add hops yeah hopes, yeah afterwards um, and it's important to release all the co2 from a tank before yeah. you add the hops yeah otherwise it can you know cause the hops to explode everywhere yeah and I had you know drained most of the co2 yeah. but I really wanted to go home I was in a rush yeah And I opened the valve before the tank had fully depressurized. And (laughs) the whole brewery, you know, probably the the size of this entire room, this little hop dust was sprayed everywhere. Wow. Um, So, you know, it's these moments where you feel that pressure to rush because your mind is somewhere else or you're, you're stressed for time or something you yeah. know if you're if you're doing something i would say almost anything in manufacturing really yeah. take your time yeah attention to detail be careful it's better to be a few minutes late <laughs> than <laughs> than to have to redo something so yeah
0: yeah wow wow so thank you so much adam for your time it's been yeah. awesome having you the podcast uh Yeah, I think let me end this recording.
1: Yeah, thanks, Gabriel. Good to be here.
0: Yeah.